Welcome back to Suraj Podcast. In the last episode, we heard about Ratanarai and his mother, his army, and all the ministers, how they traveled from Assam to Anandpur Sahib, how they met with Guru Gobind Singh, and how they brought various different types of exotic and rare items as gifts for the Guru. Chapter 23 now begins describing how the night passed, and in the early hours of the next day, Guru Gobind Singh woke up and he bathed. The Guru commenced his court. The wise Guru was sitting there in great enjoyment. And at that point, he sent his Ardasiya Sikh, the one who recites the Ardas, to go call the king, Ratanrai, who, when he heard the request, he was delighted, and he came along, all his ministers, who, they all bowed down to the Guru, and they sat close. The Guru's sword and shield strapped on his body, both of them were looking so stunning. Ratanrai first requested the fancy seat that he got for the Guru, where when you press a button, different pieces from the game come out for Chopar. It sets out the board as well, so you can sit there and play, throwing the dice and moving the pieces. Then they requested the Panchkala Shastra, the weapon. He held it and he shot off the gun attached to it when the fuse was ignited and it let off a thunderous crack. Guru Gomez seeing it understood it properly now that it could kill a man. Then they pressed another button and unlocked the sword. The Guru saw its extremely sharp edge. The Guru then held the handle of the sword, maneuvering the sword around here and there. To get a feel of it, he was seeing the qualities of the sword. Then Ratanai showed the spear component of the weapon, the sharp, bulging point, able to kill many enemies. And from this, they then showed the katar, the punch dagger, which looked so beautiful when held in the hand. The edge and point was so sharp, which would kill as it went into the torso of an enemy. Then the mace was shown, which had the handle of a sword, and when striking this on somebody's head, no one would survive. When seeing all the qualities of this weapon, the master Guru Gobind Singh was so delighted, holding this wondrous, unique weapon in his hand. Ratanai then called for the horses, which were akin to deer as they galloped and sped off in such speed. They placed on them saddles and fabric which were embroidered in gold thread. Ratanai had such great love for the Guru, the master of the world, and Guru Gobind Singh looked graciously upon him. All the wondrous rare offerings were brought to the Guru, including the elephant which was so impressive, so beautiful, it was adorned in jewelry pieces that were newly crafted. It was called close to the plume-wearing Guru, and the Guru saw the elephant swaying elegantly as it approached. Its thick and strong body was like a buffalo. It was the house of bliss, this elephant. It was moving its trunk in the direction of the Guru who was looking at it and then caressing the trunk. The Guru was comforting the elephant, speaking softly to it. Then the elephant stepped back, where the Guru's shoes were, and it went to go grab the shoes. <laughs> and then with his trunk, it was sweeping them, cleaning them. He then placed these shoes in front of the Guru. And the court saw this, and they were in awe. Then the Guru set off some arrows from his bow, and the elephant would go to that backstop where the arrows were getting shot into. He would pull out these arrows, and then he'd bring them back to the Guru. He would gather all of them and bring them back and place all the arrows in front of the Guru. The elephant's stride was so stunning, swaying back and forth, roaming here and there in such glory. He had these small bells attached to his neck, which were tinkling and jingling. These were attached to the fabric of the elephant, which had gold work on it. This was looking amazing. They then brought water to the elephant, and he would use his trunk to drink it up. Then holding this water in his trunk, he would let it flow out. And in the same way that servants wash people's feet, he would let out that water and wash someone's feet. So he did this, washing the Guru's feet, and then would use his trunk to grab a silk fabric and then dry the feet of the Guru. 
Then it was brought a very fine whisk, a chaur. It would hold it, and standing there, he would wave it over the guru. It would wave the whisk like an attendant would. They saw many different skills that the elephant was trained up on, and the guru and the court were delightfully in awe. Being so pleased, the guru then named the elephant Prasadi and told the attendants to gather sugar, butter, and flour and feed it until it was satisfied. The elephant was handed over to the attendants for them to take care of, and then Guru Gobind Singh became so compassionate at that point to Ratanai, who clasped his hands together and said, Oh, Guru of the world, listen. At night, the elephant will hold up a torch and will brighten the path as you travel along it. It is so intelligent, it'll do whatever you desire. People seeing these acts will be in awe. No such elephant can be seen in the entire world. With the white coloring on its face, it looks so glorious. In the cities or in the forest, there is no such other elephant, which is similar. No one has ever heard of such an elephant. Just like how you are supreme, in that way, you obtain the most supreme items as well. Thinking about it, it makes sense that the king of the heavens, Indra, his elephant, Aravat, had chain forms and has taken the form of this elephant you have now, which serves you. He created his form very small and wondrous to please you and work for you. Using me as an excuse, as a pretext, he has come into your sanctuary. Or perhaps the creator, to please you, has created this elephant and gifted it, sending it to you. There must be some kind of reason for this because this elephant is one of a kind. Hearing Ratanai's words, the Guru was extremely pleased and gracefully looked at Ratanai while saying, The weapons, the elephant, and all the other items you have brought, such rare items, just as you have such great love for me in the same amount and the same level, you will receive the fruit of that, great bliss. You were a great Sikh in your previous life, and that's why you were given this life as a king, experiencing great pleasure and happiness in this life. In saying this, then Ratanai commenced the Jadan Pal ceremony, where he drinks the water, where the Guru ceremoniously dips his toe into the water. So the Guru did this, he washed his feet with water and then gave it to the one with great fortune, Ratanai. The Guru instilled his very own mantra, Vaheguru, within Ratanai, telling him properly about the path of enjoyment and liberation. The ministers, all along with the army of Ratanai, together took this initiation, Bahut, and were in such bliss. With a great love, the Raja Ratanai became a Sikh, along with his entire court, all becoming fruitful. In praising the Guru, they went back to their encampment, but stayed in Anandpur for many days. They would come daily to receive the Darshan Divine Sight of the Guru, sitting with the Guru for some time and joy. The true Guru would be engrossed with the elephant after calling it, having it do all sorts of things. Sometimes the Guru would watch the spectacle of playing Chopur, pressing the button on his chair, throwing out the dice. Other times they would look at this Panchkala weapon, pressing the different buttons, unlocking different components of the weapon. Sometimes they would take Ratanai and go hunting in the forest, roaming around, hunting for deer, taking with them birds of prey and hunting dogs so they could kill birds like quail, etc. Sometimes they would play and wrestle in the water, facing off against each other, splashing each other. Sometimes they would train in Shastravidya, the science of weapons, shooting out arrows with their bow. Sometimes they would load guns and shoot them off while riding atop their horses. Other times they would spin their spears, performing drills, placing the spearhead in front as if they were impaling the enemy. In this way, they delighted in so many adventures and feats, the true Guru was fulfilling all desires. 
For some days, the Prasadi elephant would be kept in one spot. And looking at it, Guru Gobind Singh would be so delighted and he would tell the attendants, Don't keep Prasadi the elephant all tied up. Let him go and serve him. Take care of him. Take him around all in Nandpur. Let him stay wherever he desires. For some days, stay with the elephant. Keep an eye on him. Watch where he goes. And whenever he stops, just go there with him and stop. And whatever he needs to eat, provide that for him. Listening to the command of the Guru, they got the elephant out of the shackles. It went wherever it desired. And it got really large and fat. Many a times it would roam around the markets and it would bug businessmen. <laughs> wherever the shops were making laddus, the elephant would go there and eat the laddus. Wherever he would find wheat and other things, he would eat it as well. As he was swaying, moving around, it was putting everything into his mouth. All the businessmen got together and came to the Guru at that point and said, The elephant is ruining everything for us. <laughs> Randomly it would come and ruin our business. And us trying to stop it, it would hit us down. All day it roams around. And then it will come to where they are making food and it will eat it and then it will just go. We are afraid of you so we don't hit it with sticks. Its trunk just goes here and there, everywhere, looking for things. The plume-wearing guru heard this and then said to the congregation and the masans, To those businessmen that had their business ruined because of the elephant, go take out money from the treasury and deliver it to them in the evening time. Listening to this, the businessmen were really happy and appropriately accepted the guru's words. The elephant remained roaming around the entire city. Thousands of people would watch it, Congregations would come from afar to watch this incredibly rare animal and they were all in shock. Ratan and I stayed for many months here in Anantapur watching the Guru perform many feats and adventures. Ratan and I with his mother would approach Mata Gujari at times and would enjoy their company. In the same way they would obtain the darshan, divine sight of the plume-wearing Guru, over and over again bowing to the lotus-like feet of the Guru. Then one day he had a desire to mount up and head back to his own region. So he clasped his hands and asked for permission to leave. He asked many times, but the Guru told him to stay. Then eventually it made sense for him to go. But because Ratanaya had so much love for the Guru, he didn't want to go. He would get ready and then he would just stay there in the city for some time. The Guru bestowed gold embroidered suropas to Ratanaya in great love. Ratanaya said, Just as I've heard the great praise of you, in the same way I've seen that in person, obtaining your darshan. In all manners, you have made me blissful. In this life, I have been so blessed, and surely in the next, it will be even greater. At this point, his throat swelled up. He couldn't say anything, and he just bowed down to the lotus-like feet of the Guru. Tears dropped from his eyes, and the Guru then pleasantly comforted him. Guru Gobind Singh blessed Ratanarai with Guru Sikhi, the ways of devotion, bhakti, and wisdom, gyan. Then his mother and all the ministers, the warriors, they all bowed down before setting off. Ratanai barely was able to get himself to leave there. He mounted up and traveled along his court back to his region. So this is how chapter 23 concludes. And this concludes a set of stories on Ratanai from Assam. In the Taksals, the learning institutions that have lineage backed up by Mani Singh, is told that the Savaiya Inakal Ustad, Saravag Sudh Sadan Ke, this was recited directly in conversation with Ratanai during his time here in Anandpur Sahib. So the references are written in this way as well when it says Sri Pagavan Pajapan Pupit O Pupit O Raja. 
एक रतीब एक नालिक है दैट ऑल ऑफ दीज डिफरेंट प्रैक्टिस दैट आर लिस्ट अबव दीज डू नॉट मैटर इफ वन इज नॉट जस्ट इनफेचुएटेड विद दैट वन वाहिगुरु सो दिस इज इन कॉन्वर्सेशन विद रतन राय एंड दिस इज वेयर वेल कंक्लूड चैप्टर ट्वेंटी थ्री इन द नेक्स्ट चैप्टर वी गोइंग हियर अबाउट द रंजीत नगारा दैट गुरु गोविंद सिंह इज कमिशनिंग दैट इज हैविंग मेड So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Jaga Guru Gobind Singh na darshan kara, mara naranga tur kara jan khichya hankara, tarti baagya hachwa ka chode ka bara, aise don dukle zame khabe ho sab don zara, rajesha vajitre sabosi zara, sachche sarkar baaj nahi koi baakatne aara, media masandiye nadi kuri ko mar ke. ਜਿਹੜਾ ਪਾਏ ਕੇ ਆਉਣਗੇ ਗੁਰਾਂ ਦੇ ਪਿਆਰੇ ਜੇ ਕੋਣ ਕੇ ਜਿਕਾਰੇ ਗੱਜ ਕੇ ਜਿਕਾਰਾ ਆਵੇ ਨਾਲ ਹੋ ਜਾਵੇ ਸਤਿ ਸ